the other day, my daughter and I were, were, were going around and doing this, uh, you know, this workout where she was, you know, going around the horn and making shots and she did one and, and we're, we're tracking what's her shots made and her shot missed. And we went around and she was having an off day. And I said, honey, do this exact same thing one more time, but believe every shot's going in. Don't change your shot. Don't do anything different, but believe that every shot's going in. We kind of tend to believe things and then guess what? They happen. That was Ben Tages talking about how limiting beliefs can change the results we see in our lives. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. Well, on behalf of Ben Tages and myself, thank you so much for joining us here today. Retirees are the most powerful generation on the face of the planet today. However, limiting beliefs are keeping many baby boomers sidelined from experiencing the retirement that they are expecting. In this podcast, Ben Tages explains two major limiting beliefs that are keeping retirees from creating their maximum value and also living with abundance. Enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show here on Retiree Purpose. So glad that you are joining us here today. We've got a great show in store for you as we do every single week. We're going to continue this uh, conversation on mindset and limiting beliefs. A lot of things out there as far as how retirees think about themselves, their life, and their retirement, and we're going to start to kind of dispel um, some of those limiting beliefs on the show today. Just a reminder, we've got a Facebook group just for you. It is called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. All the latest and greatest content from this platform gets delivered right there. If we mention a book, we mention a quote, we mention a survey, we mention a resource, it gets posted there as as well as anything that we're doing outside of the podcast, including online seminars. It's a great place to meet other retirees that think the same way. Again, go to Facebook.com. If you're on Facebook, search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement to join this growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. Again, thanks for joining us today. Last week, we had a great show. We had a guy on the show by the name of Scott Jagosinski, and he helps people over 50 um, implement new strategies on how to have better health, have a better life, feel better, have more fulfillment. And I think that that was a really interesting conversation because he comes at the same, he's addressing the same issues, or I don't want to say problems, but same concepts that we try to tackle on this show from a a, a totally different avenue. We talked a lot about physical health. I thought that that was a really important piece to this because lots of times our mindset and how we think is tied to our physical health. If you missed that show, very important show, go back and listen to that. But he talks about how, again, these limiting beliefs kind of come into play in our physical life and also just kind of our, our, our relationships and our outside life as well. So go back and listen to that show. Ben Tages joins me on the show. And you mentioned that that was a really interesting show or thought-provoking show from your, your perspective. I was wondering how you were going to uh, take that particular interview, but uh, you thought it went really, really well. Why? Because I'm approaching 50 or what was the deal there, Jared? Well, I'm, I'm actually older than you, so I'm going to hit 50 before you do. So that, that <laughs> you can't use that as an excuse. Yeah, well, I did I did enjoy the show. I really did. I think um, for me, some of it is just looking at retirees and looking at, I mean, he, he talks a lot to men over 50, and we're both men approaching 50, right? 
And uh, yeah, I've had a number of things in my life, limiting beliefs that um, things I've struggled with, Jared. And um, am, am I strong enough? Am I good enough? Am I? You fill in the blank. And I know when 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 you're approaching this age, you know, as a, as a man certainly, and, and women too, it's like you start to kind of doubt, right? You start to doubt if I can do a pull up yet, or how many can I do? I remember just this summer, my brothers and I were all getting together and they start doing pull-ups and I'm like, Oh geez, is it going to be my turn here pretty soon? Because, um, I, I'm not able to do as many. Right. And, uh, you know, you start to question, I'm like, well, maybe I'm too old, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I can't do this anymore. Instead of saying, no, you can, you just need to start lifting. You need Mm -hmm. to build muscle. You need to, you fill in the blank. But again, we can't let, um, whether it be aging, or whether it be um, you know financial concerns, all these things become limiting beliefs mm-hmm. in our lives. Because um, to me, that's what begins that. Um, I, I think it's beginning that more of an, an ending feeling versus the beginning yeah. that I think most retirees should be feeling. The thing I took away from from Scott is that you have the ability um, to rewrite old programs. I thought that that was interesting, and we're going to talk about some of these on the show. So I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but you know. If somebody has told you something or you're telling yourself, like, for example, you just said it. Well, geez, I can't do a pull up. Well, that may be true maybe at this moment. But does that mean forever? Does it have to be that way? Um, And I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think a lot of people have taken things that have been spoken about us, uh, maybe from somebody in our past. yeah, Scott even talked about a doctor. You know, he said like, you know, your doctor says you need to be on twelve medications. Well, is that is that true? I mean, do I have to be on them forever? And I, we're no doctors, and this is not a medical show. Um, but you know, do we have to take the things that we believe about ourselves or people have spoken about us? Do we have to take that at face value and 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 uh, let it solidify as truth in our in our lives? And the truth is that we don't. Yeah, what I heard there is question it. Be okay with saying, okay, this was told to me. Should I believe the source, right? Mm-hmm. And then come at it and, and say, I'm going to question it until I get to truth. And I, I enjoyed that show for that reason. Um, I think Scott did a great job. You know, we don't have a lot of guests on this show. It's usually me and you. Um, but somebody like Scott added a ton of value. Hopefully our listeners enjoyed it. Yeah. If you missed that show, go back. Check it out. Find it on your uh, favorite podcasting platform. We're on iTunes, Spotify. We're on YouTube. If you can't find us. Um, you're not trying very hard, but that's a really, really good show, and uh, we're going to allude to that probably another number of times here today, so we appreciate that thought. Okay, so let's move on with today's show. We're going to start to kind of dispel three main limiting beliefs because I don't think we've given up on this idea of really trying to get into the mindset of, of retirees because it's probably not something talked about enough in our space. Let's just talk about this for a second. Let's recap why this is important. If retirees have these false programs running, these false beliefs, what tends to happen or what can happen to people, especially after 50 and probably more so 60 and 70? Well, I think once you start to believe them, right, that that becomes who you are. And so many times I remember my my father-in-law used to always tell this um, to my to my wife back in the day when she was playing basketball. She's like, well, if you believe it, it's going to become, mm-hmm. if you believe it. And it usually came down to, you know, her basketball career. She was a good basketball player or volleyball, whatever. And I find myself telling my daughters that now too, mm-hmm. you know, we're shooting hoops. It's like, okay. Um, the other day, my daughter and I were, were, were going around and doing this, uh, you know, this workout where she was, you know, going around the horn and making shots. And she did one and, and we're, we're tracking what's her shots made and her shot missed. And we went around and she was having an off day. 
And I said, honey, do this exact same thing one more time, but believe every shot's going in. Don't change your shot. Don't do anything different, but believe that every shot's going in. Mm -hmm. And it was remarkable, the difference. All strictly mindset. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's important. We kind of tend to believe things, and then guess what? They happen. Yeah. I think there's probably a tie, and again, I don't want to get too philosophical, but there's there's a tie between our own beliefs and faith. Where like now you're kind of tapping into the divine. Uh, your mind is a very powerful thing um, to say that um, you, you know your the things unseen don't get manifested in the physical is not true. I mean we're spiritual people, Christians. You 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 automatically believe this. And again, I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit trail, but there, your mind is a very powerful thing. It, it, it's it's part of our creation. God gave us a, a functioning mind, and I think we probably. Uh, in a lot of respects, don't give it enough um, clout um, to say that it this thing does have power. So again, to your point, when you just believe something, boy, something gets sparked in the in the non physical. Uh, it it gets activated, and I think that's another reason why this is so important. Yeah, and as you're saying that, I'm thinking we have to protect our minds, right? right? Protect our minds from letting um, the enemy in, however he may try to, mm-hmm. because he's trying to, right? If you're a if you're a retiree today, um, you're one of like the most important group of people to make a difference in your your families, your difference in your communities, the kingdom. So the enemy wants you. He wants your mind, first of all, because he knows that that's how he's going to get into, uh, you know, really your activities of the yep. day and, and really your entire life. So protect your mind. Absolutely. The Bible speaks about this, taking thoughts captive. And you're 100% right. If the enemy can get it between your ears, um, he's got you. And uh, we're going to give some examples of this today. All right, we're going to talk about limiting beliefs. Uh, ben, the first one has to do with creation. Walk us through this. Yeah, Jared, I had the opportunity this last weekend to um, go down. We flew down to Tucson, Arizona, and spent some time with a bunch of entrepreneurs. It was a it was a Youth for Christ uh, charitable uh, event where they were raising some money, and I got to spend time with some of the most amazing people. And most of them were entrepreneurial. And as I'm visiting with many of them, it, it kind of came to light again this thought that continues to replay in my mind, and that is that entrepreneurs or really anybody that's working and creating but I'm I'm speaking specifically to those with the entrepreneurial spirit have such um it, it's like a direct uh connection to God in that I feel like like God was the ultimate creator the ultimate entrepreneur when he when he really created this earth right and I think sometimes the limiting belief starts to be like well my entrepreneurial journey is over hmm. and I start to believe that this is now the end, mm-hmm. okay? And I and we were talking through this with some really successful people, and the the mindset of of continuing their God image of creation mm-hmm. was was more and more something that I wanted to help these people find, and it was such um, such encouraging yeah. um, time with these with these folks because again, I'm like, hey, don't forget. This is the way you're closest to God when you're creating just like he did. You came back from that trip pretty fired up. You were excited to tell me about some of these conversations. And the age bracket that these people were in, they weren't in their 30s or 40s. They were Some of them were, what, like 70 and beyond? It was incredible. I was sitting at a table with uh, these two individuals, um, and uh, three actually, and um, there was... 
between the two of them, like 200 patents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around the table. I'm like, does anybody else have a patent? And the, the guy, guy the guy to my right <laughs> is like 120 patents. The guy across the table at like 85. By the way, Jared, the guy to my right was 78 years old. He's sitting there with his wife, lovely people. We, I enjoyed our conversation um, so much. And across the table is this other gentleman. Um, he had, I think, 85 patents and he was like 66 or something. Mm-hmm. And and guess when they started getting patents? Later on in life. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's so incredible it's like when did you start really with this um when did the growth not not just growth but the the, the extreme creativity yeah. has continued throughout their really their aging years one thing you told me about these people is that they would tap into the divine to try to stimulate imagination for creation talk about kind of their their routine every day well the, the guy sitting to my right i can't say his name um but he's just a tremendous uh christian businessman and he said you know every morning i pray i'm like god show me what we can do today help me create to tie into the holy spirit and his power and I, I was amazed by that, Jared. I mean, you know, we pray over this business every single morning. Um, we've seen that when, when you're um, when you're saying, "God, show us um, people that we can help, um, help us within our team, um, within the the people that we serve, um, help us to have your your hands right and have your mm-hmm. eyes to see what we need to see and to and to hear what we need to hear." Um, and that's exactly what this individual is doing. He was in a um, a business where they were creating new technologies, incredible things. And listening to that story mm-hmm. um, and how they harnessed that that ability mm-hmm. um, that comes only from the divine, it was it was absolutely mm-hmm. inspiring. Yeah, uh, you mentioned how you know God is the ultimate creator uh, w- without a shadow of a doubt. He has also now placed an image, uh, his his own image, in each and every one of us, me and you, and everybody listening. So at the atomic level, in your DNA is a creator. And so I think that people need to hear that because this isn't just for entrepreneurs. I think anybody and everybody um, should be in the mode of creation because really, you know, I'm kind of going off script here. When you create, you're paying homage to your creator because you're actually imitating them. And I think that that's something in retirement, dude, that is so far off the radar. Nobody's talking about that. But just, again, the importance of not only creating, but also uh, uh, paying honor to our creator and how he created us. Yeah, I mean, if you want to live in fulfillment and, and to be truly um, closer to God, which should be our goal, right? If you want to live a fulfilled life, become closer to him mm-hmm. and um, let the the world and, and the worries of the world and things like that kind of you know fall into the background. Mm-hmm. And you, it's really, really difficult for somebody to do that when they stop working, mm-hmm. when they, you know, if they shut down a business and they stop creating Okay, so um, one other thing I was I'm going to comment on uh, as far as living in God's image, Jared, is also rest, mm-hmm. right? right? So the, this methodical work and then rest, work and then rest. Another one of these individuals I was challenging a little bit. I was like, well, don't forget some Sabbath time, and we were talking about engineering that into his day, not just like six days one off, six days one off, but what about like a solid. During the day, yep. what if you spent, you know, six hours and then one off? What, whatever that um, cadence needs to be, mm-hmm. but don't forget to rest and don't forget to be, you know, full of gratitude. Yeah. Because I think 
that's really what God did, right? He stood back and he said, wow, this is good. Yeah, look at point. look at what I just made here. Yeah. You're full of gratitude for what he had done. Mm. And I think when we do that, as we work, when we, when we work and then rest, that's huge. Mm. Um, and, and I think too many times when people retire, they lose both the ability to work and create and add value, yep. but also the ability to rest. Because if you're not working, it's hard to feel as if you've earned the rest. It's interesting because God has already modeled out how our how the flow of our life um, should be, and I don't think that it's it's a coincidence that God was a creator. He worked, He rested, He was thankful. These are all things that we that we preach and have preached for years. Um, you know, creating is really the highest form of existence in many ways, and it's how we add value. And it's very easy to see the limiting belief that retirees are getting from society that like now it's time to stop creating. It kind of goes back how the enemy, if the enemy really wants to stop this generation, if we can get them to believe that the creating process is over, bam, he's got you. So I would challenge people uh, as we move on to our next point here, where in your life could you, do you have bandwidth to create? What creative juices do you have that you could start to exemplify, that you could actually start to execute? Don't buy the lie that now all of a sudden the creation process for you is over. I think that's a really big one. Yeah, I think look um, look at some of our past shows. Um, what, what I would love is for people to um, even look at, we, we have a, a course out there, Repurposed University, which helps people kind of figure out some of their skills, talents, abilities so that they can continue to create, yep. so that they can continue to do great things in their families for the, for the kingdom of God. But really it's about harnessing, right, who God made you to be to then create and add value to those around you. And, it, and if you're buying the, the lie that I can't create anymore, yeah. um, that that is going to stop that. Mm-hmm. And again, I believe, I, I do, I believe that you are going to get further and further from God, mm-hmm. um, even though you should be getting closer and closer to him right. as you age. And yeah. I think um, that's why we want to keep people involved. We want to keep them creating and keep them you know, not just working, but adding value. Yeah. That's the key. It just makes sense. Again, if we're going to imitate our creator, we're going to get closer to our creator in the process. Retire Repurpose is the website. You can get more information on Repurpose University. I'll put a link in the Facebook group as well. Another reason to join our Facebook group. Okay, point number two, or limiting belief number two, has to do with scarcity. Has to do with how we look at money. It even touches on how we view generosity. Ben, let's let's take off with this one. Well, yeah, Jared, I, again, part of this weekend was some giving, right? There was a call to give, but it was, it was not a traditional, please open your pocketbooks. And it wasn't like that, but it was like, we are, we should be, it, it was, it was a fairly wealthy crowd. Um, it was a fairly blessed crowd, if you will, but, should, but we should be feeling as if we have so much, right? We are called to give so much. And I think when I left there, um, I, I, I kind of remembered an earlier uh, fundraiser that you and I were both at earlier this this uh, last week um, where the call to give was very interesting. Um, it was one where the speaker made a comment about how God really doesn't need our money. Right. But he will, he will accomplish what he needs to do without you. And then she went back to um, Jesus' first parable, right, which um, was a great parable. He turned water into wine. I like a glass of wine from time to time. And I, I, I think it was a cool parable in that he did ask for a partnership. He did not just poof, make wine. He made the servants 
go fill up jugs with water. Mm-hmm. And she made the point, she said, well, why wouldn't he just create wine out of thin air? Because he can do that. Mm-hmm. As far as the first miracle, it would have been maybe even a little cooler. Sure. But he said, no, I want these servants to go get the water, to bring it up, then I will turn it to wine. And the, mm-hmm. the point was... Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. He wanted a partner in that, yeah. right? And and as they believed, they were part of it. Um, one of these um, people I was talking to, by the way, wisdom is un- unbelievable when people get in their 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- this lady, I can't mention her name, um, but she mentioned this. She said, Ben, as I told her that story, she said, Ben, it's kind of like when I bake cookies with my grandchildren. I'm like, well, tell me more. She says, well, you know, if I'm baking cookies... I, I've been doing this a long time. They usually turn out pretty amazing. You know, I know what, exactly what ingredients to use, and they turn out just the way they should. But every once in a while, my granddaughter wants to help. And as she helps, um, I don't need her to help right. me make these cookies good. I will do just fine on my own. But the delight that I find mm-hmm. as a grandmother when my granddaughter is helping me mm-hmm. is is like the the greatest thing for her. Yep. That's God. Mm-hmm. God delights when we partner with Him from a charitable standpoint. Mm-hmm. So when I when I think about um, you know really people that have this feeling we're going to run out of money, um, I want to spin it to where it's no. We need to be people of abundance, who people that understand mm-hmm. just how blessed we are. And then give back because um, I think we're called to. I think this whole idea of scarcity versus abundance, I think it's people could say like, well, it's easy for them to say because they have plenty and you know, I don't have a ton of money and maybe running out of uh, money in retirement is a real fear for, for us. But I think what you would say and what we would say is that an abundant mindset isn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't depend on how much money you have in the bank, true or false. Well, yeah, Jared, abundance isn't just about money. Right, abundance is about a lifestyle. Like I have a lot. I mean, we were talking the other day. It's like, what what do you have to be thankful for? And I think you said Jordan Peter said something fire. like, "Well, you're not on fire." <laughs> but I think many times that's the truth. Yeah. Right? We all have things to be thankful for. When we spin our life into a, a more of a lens of what I have to be thankful for, what I have, not what I don't have. Yeah. To me, that's an abundance lifestyle. Um, I never want, um, especially people who are higher um, net worth and yeah. they've got a high, high value to be like, um, not, I definitely don't want to be close fisted. So picture a hundred dollar bill. There's a couple ways you can hold on to that loosely as if it is not mine, like I got to hold it tightly mm-hmm. or I can squeeze it really tight and make it mine. Like if I lose this, 
if I lose this thing, this is going to be bad, mm-hmm. right? I'd rather hold on to it loosely. It, it's hard to lose money that you don't have. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it from that perspective, it's God's, you're stewarding it. So again, hold it loosely. But I also never want people just to push it away. Hold their hold their hand out and then push the money away or drop the dollar bill. Yeah. Because to me, sometimes people of higher net worth and, and, and that have wealth start to say, it's almost a guilty feeling. Um, instead of living like, thank you, God, for Absolutely. this abundance, yeah. you end up in this feeling of, oh, man, you know, should I have two homes and should I have this, should I have that? No, God's blessed you with that to be used. Mm-hmm. Now, if it becomes the end, not the means, it's always right. the means. It's always the means, never the end. If you're looking at it from that mindset and you're looking at it as like, thank you, God, then you're just living abundant life. I, th- I think you, you said a lot there, and I want to unpack just a couple of things here. We've got about 90 seconds left. Abundance is not about how much money you have in the bank. It's a mindset, meaning you can have abundance. You can, you can have an abundant mindset whether you have a lot or a little because it's not, it's not a dollar amount. And that applies to, to, to the wealthy as well, just like what you said. If I have a scarcity mindset, chances are you didn't get to become wealthy with a scarcity mindset, A, but if you did somehow, um, you're not rejecting that. You're accepting that, and then you become the conduit. And that's kind of how I view it in my head. Uh, people with a scarcity mindset, they want to grip and they want to hold and they want to hoard. People with abundance, they understand whether they have a lot or a little. They're just a conduit. It comes in, it goes out. I have possessions. They're not mine. It's used for the kingdom. There's no identity tie into that. We've got about 30 seconds left. Speak to that here as we round out the show. Well, yeah, I mean, money's a tool, right? We know that um, as far as how it is used. Um, it cannot own you if you're, if, you're, if you're free enough to give it away. Mm-hmm. But for the people who are listening and they're like, well, I, I can't give a lot because I don't have a lot. I would challenge you in that to say, okay, what do I have? Um, you know, going back to the parable of talents, I love that parable. Um, whether, whether you were given, you know, one, five, or ten, each of those individuals was challenged to be a steward of what they had. And if you remember that parable, the answer to, um, the only answer that was negative was the person that did nothing with what they were giving. The other two are given the exact same answer. One was given five, one was given ten. They both doubled, okay? But they were both given the same answer by their maker, well done, good and faithful servant, come and enjoy, right? It was only the guy that did nothing who um, was, was sent away. He was sent away because he had a scarcity mindset and he didn't do anything with what God entrusted him. He didn't create anything. He didn't didn't add value, and that's why he was rejected by God. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.